0: Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you and your life. Good morning, church family. It's good to be with you this Easter morning in the beauty of god's creation and as all of the world is waking up i want to share with you some thoughts i have on easter sunday and so if you will join with me in prayer as we uh, ask god's blessings on this time dear gracious father lord we thank you and praise you for all that you are and we thank you for uh, this beautiful day that you've given us uh, uh, we thank you for the the birds that sing, and we thank you for the crispness in the air, and we thank you for uh, the beauty of of your flowers and and all the living things that that come alive each morning lord we thank you and praise you so much that that all of creation sings out the glory of god and we pray lord that you would help us as we join our hearts together that we might learn of your great love and sing with joy in our hearts as well as we lift up praise to you and as we Uh, meditate on the ways many ways that you love us and that you care for us and so lord we praise you we thank you we love you and we pray father that you would bless us as we study your word in jesus name we pray amen well this morning is easter morning and and i want to ask you to turn with me to uh john chapter 20 John chapter 20 is where we're going to look today in God's Word, and we're going to see uh, what uh, transpired in the life of Jesus. Uh, of course, uh, we all remember and understand and know what happened on uh, Good Friday, the uh, where Jesus was, after He was betrayed, was uh, taken and tried, and uh, He was uh, then... Uh, uh, he was then scourged by uh, Pilate and the Roman soldiers and uh, then uh, taken to be crucified on our behalf. And, and we all recall the, uh, the most dark of time when uh, Jesus uh, cried out uh, those words uh, that are in Scripture of, of how uh, Jesus... Uh, Said, uh, you know it is finished and then bowed his head and gave up the spirit and uh, after jesus in that very dark time uh, very dark physically and dark spiritually where he had given up himself on our behalf and how he uh, gave of himself for you and me uh, jesus uh Uh, expressed his uh, love for the Father and then uh, gave up his spirit. And the Jews, therefore, because of the preparations uh, for the Passover uh, uh, and for the Sabbath day, they uh, took the body down off of the cross and uh, they uh, they took Jesus and and according to Uh, scripture it says that uh, Joseph of Arimathea uh, implored uh, Pilate to take the body of Jesus and he took the body and wrapped him in linen and placed him in a brand new uh, sepulcher or a, a grave that was carved out of the side of a hill and uh they took and and took care of jesus uh, very quickly because it was uh... very close to the end of the day uh... and the beginning of uh... of the sabbath for the jewish uh individual is from sundown to sundown uh so the sabbath uh, begins on friday at sundown and goes through saturday at sundown Uh, that's the sabbath and uh, so uh, they had to work quickly in order to uh, take the body of jesus down on friday uh, and uh Placed him in the in the the tomb uh, before the Sabbath was to begin, and uh, they had made plans after the Sabbath. Uh, to come and take care of uh, anointing Jesus with uh, the various oils and balms to to and spices that would uh, prepare his body for burial. And it says in John chapter 20, it says, uh, The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early uh, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulcher and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher and then she runneth and cometh to simon peter and to the other disciple whom jesus loved and said unto them Uh, they have taken away the lord out of the sepulcher and we know not where they have laid him and peter therefore went forth and the other disciple and came to the sepulcher so they ran both together and the other disciple did not uh, did outrun peter and came first to the sepulcher and he stooping down and looking in saw the linen clothes lying uh, yet went he in not And then cometh Simon Peter, following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin uh, that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place uh, by itself. And then went in also the other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. uh, For as yet they knew not the scripture, Uh, that he must rise again from the dead. And then the disciple went away again unto their own home, but Mary without uh, at the sepulchre weeping, And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Uh, She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when they had Uh, Thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Uh, uh, Whom seekest thou? And she supposed him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said unto him, Mary... And she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni. And Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to thy brethren and say unto them that I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God and to your God. And Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. So we're going to stop there in the the account of all the things that happened. And John goes on to account uh, Jesus appearing to the disciples in the upper room. uh, And he also uh, 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 accounts Jesus' uh, encounters with several other people at different times. Thomas, uh, who doubted. Uh, and was not there the first time that he appeared to uh, the disciples and uh, to other uh, occasions as well. And so uh, John goes into great detail to... to to lay out for the reader all the things that happened surrounding Jesus' death, uh, burial, and resurrection, and for us, this is what Easter is all about. Uh, imagine, if you will, uh, the feeling that you that everyone must have had of of uh, their world spinning out of control uh, as Jesus is is arrested and taken and then tried uh, a very uh, a show trial uh, by the Sanhedrin, and uh, he is then uh, taken and delivered to Pilate. Uh, Pilate doesn't find anything wrong, but the uh, the Jewish council convinces Pilate that uh, unrest will happen if uh, they uh, do not uh, crucify Jesus. And so Pilate feels as though his hands are, are tied, and and he has to uh, do something. And so instead of. Uh, feeling Feeling as though he is uh, being controlled by the Jewish council. He tells uh, them that. Uh, he will uh, uh, have Jesus punished by being uh, scourged and then uh intending to release him, uh, but instead he gives it over to the people to decide and of course, the people decide to uh, to have Jesus crucified uh, because they are manipulated by the uh, the Jewish elders uh, and uh, Jesus is then taken and beaten and scourged uh further. Uh, and mocked and ridiculed by the soldiers uh, before being uh, crucified and then he is taken to the cross uh, where he is uh, laid on the cross and crucified for us and then uh, laid to rest in the tomb. For many, that that must have seemed like uh, the world just spiraling out of control. Uh, they they uh, now... Uh, Judas thought that uh, this was a way of, of forcing Jesus' hand. Jesus had talked many times about uh, uh, rising uh, up and and Judas misunderstood that to mean that uh, that Jesus was the Messiah and therefore was going to bring in an army of of soldiers to uh, liberate him from uh, from uh, the uh, uh authorities to liberate him from Pilate and and to uh, take israel out of the control of rome uh, and uh, to to unite it once again to to be that uh world power that it had once been under king david and king solomon uh that was his uh, thought process that Uh, that uh, would happen when jesus was uh, offered up to uh, the roman authorities and of course that's not what jesus did jesus did not uh ever intend to 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 become the jewish model of the messiah but rather uh, that he would be the uh the a suffering Lamb of God that was offered up as a sacrifice for you and me, and that was Jesus' plan all along to uh, to be the sacrifice for our sins, and and we uh, detail that uh, greatly on on Good Friday and how Jesus gave Himself as a sacrifice for you and me, and imagine the feeling though of. Of seeing all this that that was focused upon Jesus to uh, come crashing down as as he is uh, offered up to the Roman soldiers and then crucified and then uh, he is no longer alive it, 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 everyone knew and understood what crucifixion means. Uh, we have a jaded and un uh, realistic understanding of what crucifixion is at least the average person uh that that doesn't study this uh thinks that well maybe jesus kind of fainted and and they thought he was dead others uh, say well, Jesus didn't really uh, completely die on the cross, and and therefore, when he was put in the tomb, he he was uh, revived by the coolness of the tomb. I, I've uh, I've never seen a hospital where someone is is revived from near death simply by having them in a cold room. Uh, usually, the cold room is where they put the the dead bodies, and none of those bodies ever. Uh, rise up after they're completely dead uh, but uh, that's what some people try and say happened to jesus that that he was uh just uh, very uh emaciated and, and uh weak and and he uh uh he he just kind of uh passed out or or uh just fainted and and therefore uh when he was placed in the tomb was able to revive no everyone that lived during the time in which crucifixions were done knows and understands the significance of being uh, uh, crucified, They, everyone knew and understood that it was certain death, and for many it was certain death before they even reached the cross. Uh, the, the beatings and, and the uh, mistreatment by the Roman soldiers, uh, everyone understood and knew that anyone that was condemned to death on the cross knew that that was complete death here you have uh, jesus crucified between uh, two uh, other criminals as well and uh, some of the other gospels share with us the dialogue between uh, jesus and the other uh, uh, criminals that were being crucified on either side of jesus and how uh, they uh, one cried out with disdain towards Jesus uh, uh, saying uh, you know hey if you uh, can uh, save yourself save yourself and then save us as well and the other uh, said uh, uh, don't you understand that that he is without fault but we are here because we have truly uh, deserve our punishment and uh, he uh, pleads with Jesus to remember him uh, when he enters into the kingdom, he gives his heart and life to uh, to Jesus. Now, his life is almost over. And so uh, he just simply gives his heart to Jesus and says, uh, please remember me when you enter into the kingdom. Uh, and Jesus says, uh, today thou will be with me uh, in paradise. And so we understand uh, the significance of that dialogue between Jesus and the, uh, the criminal. That not everyone saw and understood what it meant uh, for Jesus to be crucified. And of course, uh, some of the accounts in the the various gospels share with us about uh, the reaction that that mary and, and the other women had at, at seeing uh, jesus crucified and how they were weeping uh, we see the the response of the disciples they had scattered themselves and and had uh, uh, many of them run off because of the fact that they were afraid that they would be rounded up and they would be crucified as well uh, then uh, you have uh, the response of the centurion who is the commander of of the, uh, the contingent of the Roman guard who uh, witnesses all the things that happen he sees the uh, the darkness that comes he he feels the earth shake as he uh, uh, as Jesus dies and the earth shakes uh, he uh, may have even witnessed some of the dead that that were buried uh, that rose uh, from the grave when Jesus died, uh, and he uh, said he looks upon Jesus and realizes that Jesus is not just another criminal. He's just not another uh, a person that is uh, on the bad side of the Roman government and that has been crucified. He realizes that Jesus is truly the Son of God, and he comments to that uh, effect in one of the Gospels. And so we have these different views of the cross, and we have these different perspectives of what it means when Jesus is crucified. And so, uh, uh, my question for you this morning is what is your view of the cross? Do you see Jesus as merely uh, just another criminal that's been crucified he's not uh, uh, someone of significance uh, like uh, the elders that come by and wag their head and they look at Jesus in disdain are you like uh, so many others that uh, that saw Jesus and say what a tragedy what a, a tragedy that uh, what could have been and could have uh, meaning uh, you know that Jesus was a great teacher that could have been a great leader that uh, led Israel israel to uh, prominence again uh, uh, or are you one that's like a uh, Uh, The criminal who says, you know, you're not uh, the Messiah, you're not uh, uh, anyone special, Uh, you know, just looking for Jesus to uh, get you out of. uh, So many people, when they see Jesus and they think about uh, Jesus, the only time they ever think of him is uh, when they're uh, pulled over by a sheriff's deputy or a police officer there or they find themselves in the midst of an accident uh, and they uh, Uh, feel as though there's no hope but to turn to jesus uh or or they uh find themselves facing a life's uh uh, ending situation like, um, uh, fear of cancer or some other disease that's come upon them. Uh, is that the only time that you turn to Jesus when, uh, you or a loved one is, is facing imminent death, uh, or a situation that could lead to death, uh, uh like the criminal that was being crucified beside Jesus. Uh, all of those, uh, views of Jesus are the wrong view of Jesus. Uh, Jesus is not, uh, any of those things he is uh he's the messiah who gave himself as a sacrifice for us uh but too many christians leave jesus in the tomb Uh, too many christians uh view jesus as that crucified uh uh individual who and and unfortunately there's many who uh have a uh incomplete view of who jesus christ is uh there's many in the catholic faith that uh, they go and they uh, worship the jesus that's on the cross the jesus that's crucified and is still on the cross uh and that's why we as uh, uh, uh in our understanding of scripture don't uh the, the crucifix with jesus on the cross we understand that jesus is no longer there on the cross they they view jesus as still stuck on the cross and and while i understand that uh that for many that is the view of of seeing the suffering and the sacrifice that jesus made on our behalf that's not the end of the story jesus went to the cross yes he did die on the cross he did suffer on my behalf on the cross and your behalf uh But he was laid in the tomb. He was there for three days. And then on the uh, third day... Uh, The first day of the week, uh, Mary comes to find Jesus and he's not there. Uh, And at first she feels as though uh, his body has been uh, moved to another location. She feels as though uh, that Pilate has opened the tomb and uh, had the soldiers take Jesus away because uh, of uh, political reasons and thoughts that maybe uh, Jesus would be uh, whisked away uh, to claim that he is, uh, has been raised or some other uh, reason that he might have had. But as you recall, Pilate in the other Gospels, uh, it it details how Pilate uh, was approached by the Jewish elders, and they said, "Uh, "Look, they're going to claim that he raised from the dead." So Pilate had uh, the stone placed in front of the opening to the tomb, and they had uh, he had it sealed, and he placed his signet ring on the seal, so everyone would know and understand if the seal was broken without his permission and it was not to be broken and uh, they had uh, soldiers placed outside of the tomb so that no one would go and disturb the uh, the uh, resting place of Jesus. And uh, so Mary comes to the tomb and she's wondering how is it that she's going to open the tomb? Uh, maybe she's going to uh, plead with the soldiers to implore of of Pilate to see if if they would uh, roll away the tomb so that uh, the stones so that she could enter into the tomb and and to anoint the body of Jesus jesus Uh, perhaps she was thinking that uh, there would be others that would be there that would uh that would implore on her behalf uh, so that she might go in and and uh, uh place these spices on the on the body of Jesus. And these women that went, uh, we're told in in uh, Matthew and Mark and, and Luke that there were many women that went to the tomb that morning and uh, they were uh, contemplating how is it that we're going to be able to get inside the tomb uh, because they knew and understood that the great stone was there. They knew that the seal was placed on the stone. They knew that they were not going to be able to, uh, to get in without some kind of intervention from someone uh official like Pilate uh, to allow them to enter in but instead she finds an empty tomb she finds a tomb that has been open and that's what we celebrate this morning on easter morning is not uh, jesus crucified it is jesus raised from the dead he is risen he is risen indeed He is risen and he's not in the tomb Uh, and mary standing outside of the the tomb is weeping because she feels as though jesus is still dead and she's looking for jesus she she sees the two angels and they ask her why are you weeping Uh, one of the gospels says why are you looking for the dead Uh, The living amongst the dead Uh, and she says uh, to them I'm looking for his body Uh, and she implores them to find out where Jesus' body is and then she turns and she sees Jesus but doesn't recognize him Uh, it's not that uh, she doesn't want to recognize him it's not that in her grief that she doesn't recognize him but that Jesus is uh, in his glorified state he He's not uh, raised as that beaten and battered body uh, that was uh, sacrificed on the cross of Calvary. He's risen in His glorified body. And He says to her, uh, why are you weeping? Uh, and she says again, thinking that He's the gardener, where are? They, where have they taken Him? Please let me know so I can take Him and put Him in a proper burial place. And Jesus says unto her, one word, Mary. That one word, her name, cuts through all that is happening in her life. That one word her name cuts through and she's able to see who it is and she understands that Jesus is raised he says her name and she simply says rabbi rabboni the word for rabbi and which means master And He says, don't touch Me, for I am not yet ascended to the Father, but go and tell the good news. Tell the good news to others. Folks, this morning, no matter where you find yourself, if you find yourself as uh, scoffing as the Roman soldiers, I want you to hear Jesus say your name. On this Easter morning, He is risen and He speaks your name if you find yourself maybe as as the uh, 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 those who feel like everything is just wasted, like the Jewish elders that wag their head, I want you to hear the voice of Jesus speak your name. Let it cut through. Uh, all the things that are in your life that that want to cloud your vision like Mary's vision was clouded. I want Jesus to open your eyes, to let Him uh, show you who He truly is. Let Him speak your name into your life. I want you to see Jesus for who He really is, to see Jesus as Mary saw Him, to see Jesus as the risen Christ, to see Jesus as the risen Savior. It's my hope and prayer that you'll uh, see Jesus for who He really is. Like the criminal on the cross who understood and knew that Jesus was the Messiah. I hope and pray that you will uh, uh, lift your voice to Jesus and say, remember me as you enter into your kingdom. Remember me so that I can be a part of the kingdom of God hear the voice of Jesus speak your name hear the voice of Jesus say your name and cry out to him Rabboni Master Allow Jesus to enter into your heart. It's my hope and prayer that you'll realize that He is risen. He's risen from the dead. He is not in the grave. He is not in the tomb. That's why we so often have our uh, sunrise service in the uh, cemetery, is to remind us that He is not in the grave. He is not in the tomb he's not amongst the dead he is with the living he is the risen savior and it's my hope and prayer that you realize and remember that he is not uh, a crucified Jesus on the cross defeated uh, by the the hand of uh, the Roman soldiers and the Jewish elders but rather he is and he is not defeated by our sin but he is victorious over the grave he is victorious over death he has risen and he is risen indeed and it's my hope and prayer that you'll realize that he is risen today won't you invite jesus into your heart if you haven't already won't you say rabbi uh, master to him today if you don't know him as lord and savior if you're a christian today won't you remember that jesus is the risen savior he is uh, your master and lord he is not dead he is living he is at the right hand of the Father. And he has ascended. Uh, He told Mary, don't touch me. I'm not yet... Ascended, but He has ascended in our day and time. And he uh, we can reach out to Him and allow Him to embrace us and to allow Him to enter into our heart. And it's my prayer that you'll do that today if you don't have Jesus. If you're uh, living as if Jesus is crucified, it's my hope and prayer that you'll remember that He is the risen Savior. He has defeated the death and the grave. And everything in your life that seems to be pointing to death and the grave, remember that he is risen and he is risen indeed let's join together in prayer dear gracious father as the bells ring out your praises uh, and as as they carol the songs uh, that carry the words of praise to you father god i pray that you would help us to recall and understand that you are the risen Savior. We rejoice that You are risen. We rejoice that You have defeated death and the grave. We rejoice that You were not defeated by uh, the cross, but that You gave of Yourself as a sacrifice for us on the cross of Calvary that we might call out Your name, Master, Lord, and Savior, when You uh, call us by name it's my hope and prayer father that you would help us all to hear your voice in our life hear you calling out our name and they would we would respond with master lord and savior in jesus name we pray amen well jesus is risen he is truly risen indeed and Though we are not together in person, it's my hope and prayer that you would uh, remember that Jesus is Lord of all, wherever we are. We don't have to be uh, uh, there together, though we would love to be. And God tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but for a brief period of time, just as if uh, you know, if we had had surgery and had to recuperate in the hospital, uh, we would not... Uh, We would long to be with the saints uh, once again, but we would understand that we couldn't be there together if uh, we were enduring some... Illness or disease that kept us in bed at home, uh, we would understand being at home, and we just have to look at it like that in our lives. This is, but for a brief period of time, and we will join together and sing the praises of God uh, when we are once again together uh, in the name of Jesus Christ in His uh, temple, uh, the the Church of God, and we we hope and pray that you will remain strong, that you will remain safe. And that we will be able to join together once again as believers uh, with the body of Christ. Until next time, uh, may God bless you and keep you. Make His face to shine upon you.